All right, welcome to episode, was it five of Miscellaneous Discussions? Damn. I'm your host, Drew, alongside my co-host, Nick here. Nick, how you doing today? Tonight, I'm doing pretty, I'm pretty, pretty good. You you know, this is the eve before we record with Mark. Extreme. 15 plus year backyard wrestling undefeated champion. Wonder if he's gonna listen to this episode of the pod. Or no, wait, this is coming out. It's coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow. This is coming out like tomorrow afternoon, and we're recording it tomorrow night. So maybe, maybe. You might. I don't know. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask one of the pod. You've listened to our. You've listened to our pod before. (laughs) Hey man, tell us how big. Hey, we know you know that we're big fans of you. How big of a fan are you of us? Oh, you know, I'm a beer. Come on, man. Put us over. Put us over. Ask us a question. <laughs> hey, you're the big interviewer. But uh, pretty big week for wrestling, Nick, don't you think? It was. It was. So we start with Sunday night, last Sunday night. NXT TakeOver 31. All in all, here's my opinion on the whole show. Solid takeover was not better than takeover thirty. Mm-hmm. I'd probably put it in the region within your house, probably a little bit better. That's, yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. But uh, we start. Well, Nick, what are your whole opinions? Decent takeover, lackluster. It's okay. I texted Drew right in the middle of I think Santos Escobar and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yeah. And I texted him. I said, I already know I'm going to bury this show on the pod. And while I'm not going to bury it, I'm definitely not going to put this show over. It was a very mediocre show, a very mediocre takeover. I can do uh, Especially after Clash of Champions, which I thought was a way better show. And really, especially after Victory Road, which was the day before. Victor Road blew this we, show out of the water. Have we talked there. about this on the show? Every time Impact has some sort of pay-per-view, there's a WWE pay-per-view the day after. Yeah. Slammiversary, Extreme Rules was the day after. Victory Road, NXT TakeOver. Bound for Glory, Hell in a Cell is the next day. It's going to be a big weekend for wrestling. At least for us. I don't know. If nobody's. And what does Impact do? What has Impact done those past two weekends? Had the better show of the weekend. True. But yeah, I thought it was not a it was not a bad show, but Mm -hmm. for a takeover, okay, it was not a bad wrestling show, but it was bad for a takeover. If that makes any sense. Well, I think a lot of people have a higher. It's like all right. My thing was people have this expectation for takeover. It's going to be like Mm -hmm. the best show of the month. Uh huh. Yeah. Rightfully so. Usually it is. Usually when there's a takeover, it's the best show of the month for the most part. Uh-huh. I think it's. I would contribute it to too many. Too many takeovers. Like, takeovers were a lot better. I think the. I personally, the addition of the in between SummerSlam and Mania takeover was nice. I thought that was a good addition. But. Yeah. Having a takeover now and having apparently we're gonna have another takeover in December. 
you know, and we've been having all these special episodes of NXT. The Wednesday Night Wars is really just. I think just, in, I think NXT suffered. It's really watered NXT down. It's made NXT into something it shouldn't be. But it's really changed NXT in a, in a negative way. There's like it's like a win lose thing because this is good for like talents to get on TV, right? But yeah. At the same time, this is NXT is just. I think we've talked about it. it needs something, and you know it can be better, and you're trying to get it out of you're trying to get it out of the show. But the build to take over thirty was great because I was really invested in the Pat McAfee and Adam Cole storyline just because of how how funny Pat McAfee is and how good of a heel he was. Mm-hmm. But and like I thought, like yeah, like I thought Pat McAfee and Adam Cole, the segment where McAfee punted Adam Cole, I thought that was the best segment NXT done NXT has done in so long. I've seen I've seen people people aren't entitled to their opinion, but I've seen people bury that whole angle, and it made me so mad. They're like Adam Cole went from the NXT champion to working with McAfee, and I was like, hey. You put some. Oh man, you get to work with a world class athlete. You get to work with someone that was in the biggest football league in the world. Probably the biggest sports league in the world too. The thing that no, the the thing that pissed me off the most was that people were like, "Oh, Adam Cole's wrestling a podcast host. He is a former professional fucking athlete." People, people, um, died down to Pat McAfee was a punter, which Nick, you don't, you don't. You you don't watch football, but you know I'm like, not a the damn punter, football like, man. But the punter is on the field for like one one play, maybe a drive. He's not on the field longer than the twelve other guys on the field. But mm-hmm. Pat McAfee, if you've noticed, tip top shape for this match. Because mm-hmm. if you compare him from last year, and I don't want to disrespect my boy Pat, but he was a little chubby. Yeah. Just a little. Look at him now. Big muscles. <laughs> not like that of Big Muscle Rod, but... No, not like Big Muscle Rod. No, no, no. Nobody's like Big Muscle Rod. But, Pat, you know, Pat got himself in shape. And then the Adam Cole thing happened, which was... Oh, it was so funny. Hey, Nick. That's, that's business, baby. Hey, hey, hey. Especially for a guy like you, because you know you're kind of smaller. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just t- the ability to take over thirty, take over thirty for some reason just felt really special. Yeah, it really did, and it's the best, definitely the best of the three we takeovers had, yeah, that NXT year. has done without the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, well, what has been the best takeover of the year? Oh. Portland, but then I'm like, oh wait, that's really not fair to say. Yeah, I honestly forgot. Like, I think I need to go watch Portland back because I don't think I was really into Portland. But I remember I being a pretty good show. I loved Portland. It's on Portland. Honestly, in my top, possibly five takeovers of all time. Interesting. I loved that show. But I'm have to go back and watch it. I think I know why I didn't enjoy. Take over uh, 31 that much 
It's good. Well, I, first, I'll say this: first of all, you don't like Santos Escobar, right? I don't. I don't like Santos Escobar. We've made that clear. Yeah. But I don't like. First of all, the Thunderdome and the piped-in crowd noise does not work for NXT at all. It's true. It feels so out of place. And secondly, people keep saying this is a new era of NXT, and it really is. And I'll be honest, I'm not into it. I like my NXT. I like my old NXT, 2016 to. 2018 era NXT, that's peak for me. Especially like 2018 and 2017. Like that's peak NXT for me, in my opinion, at least. And we've really gotten away from all of those people. We've gotten away from all the booking and it feels like we got completely different people writing now. And it just everything just feels so much yeah, different, I've, and I don't I've like it. I never thought that getting a TV deal would actually hurt NXT. Yeah, it really has. But I mean, I think a lot of people are going to blame the fact that they're competing with AEW. But I, you know, I I don't remember who said this, but it's like it's like when your favorite underground band goes mainstream, and now everyone. You know, and now that they're mainstream, you don't like them anymore because they don't feel like how they did, used to. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I th- I think I said it either like late last year or earlier this year. I th- I'm happy for the talents, like I said uh, like five minutes ago, but I miss NXT on the network. Yeah, I, I miss it because it just felt more like. All right, I'm excited to watch it. And I'm just being able to just casually watch NXT. Yeah, you know, just like, oh, NXT was on. NXT's airing tonight. Sweet, I'm gonna watch it uh, maybe tomorrow or Friday. I'm just gonna enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Now yeah. you be like, now you gotta be like, oh, what am I gonna watch? Do I want to watch NXT? Do I want to watch Dynamite? Oh, I gotta make sure I, I'm free to watch NXT tonight. I don't know. I'm just the one. The one thing that I like more about NXT these days is that the post takeover NXT episode is not just the NXT takeover pre-show. Oh yeah, yeah. I do like that a lot more. I always hated that. It's one of my biggest pet peeves of NXT. I. It was weird because I was like, man, like, let's say. All right, after TakeOver New Orleans, me, I'm like, man, I can't wait to hear Roddy talk about why he turned on Pete Dunne this week on NXT. Exactly, you need to wait two weeks. Yeah, and plus they haven't even filmed them yet. Yeah, well, they'd film them. They f- I think they'd film them on that Wednesday. I think is I think Wednesday was the filming. See, that's how far we've gone. I, I don't know when they film anymore. Or you, they usually don't film. They're usually live. But since... Um, well, they used to be filming. Now they're live again. Oh, yeah, because they're in the Capitol Wrestling Center, which I like the look. We're about to go into TakeOver 31 here. I like the look of the Capitol Wrestling Center. Like you said, I don't like the Thunderdome. But I told you this. I think the Thunderdome's a great way to get fans, like, to, I guess, to have some sort of experience, right? And it works. It works for the main roster. It works for Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, for NXT. 
not NXT. I was content with having some PC people in the crowd. You know, give them some seats, have them smack the the gla- uh, whatever. You know what I mean? You know, I'll even say this: even if you just have the Thunderdome screens there with the people on their little web web screens. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. Just don't put in the crowd noise. It doesn't need it, especially when you have people there. True. The NXT, the people in the arena make enough noise. Yeah. Obviously, it's not the noise. It's obviously it's not on the level of noise on like a real crowd. Oh, but yeah. But it's better than piped in fake crowd noise. But so, so Nick, we get into the we get into the hard hitting stuff here. We get. Opening up the show, we had the North American Championship. Damian Priest defending against your man. My your favorite boy. wrestler of all time. I don't time. like saying your man when I'm talking, talking to a dude. That's a little weird. But uh, Sam, you might want to cut that one out, too. I don't want to offend people. Uh, Johnny Gargano. My favorite wrestler of all time, Johnny Gargano, in one of his weaker takeover matches. I'll say that. I agree. I, don't, I wouldn't say I wasn't into it. I thought it was a good match. Yeah, but, it was a good uh, match, but... It's one of Johnny's weaker takeover matches. I, I don't blame Damian Priest either. Damian Priest could put on a show, but uh, yeah, just it's just yeah. This was not a bad match by any standards. It was a really good match. It's just it was one of Johnny's weaker takeover matches, and that's the biggest thing that I took away from it. But what was what was the second match? Oh, murder! Yeah. Uh, look, I'll just say this right now. Everyone was really marking out over this match because, oh, Kushida, Kushida beat the shit out of Velveteen Dream. And I'm just like, you know, I'd rather see Velveteen Dream not be on the show. Ooh, he he had a worked match where he worked, got his arm broken. Wow. What payback yeah, that for that mother- pedophile. That was so what weird. justice. Why were they dressed like... Uh, so, actually, uh, before... See, I don't even want... I, I guess I gotta give Dream credit here. They did the they dressed like um, characters from Back to the Future. See, I don't remember the characters' names. Kushida, well, Kushida always dresses like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dream dressed like... Um, Doc Brown. Yeah. But he was so weird walking down, and I was like, oh, God. And then he smacked the glass, and I said, oh, no. Oh, jeez. But then, um, yeah, Kushida won the match. It was pretty... Uh, uh, from what I remember, it was a pretty lot. It was a pretty one-sided match on Kushida's favor. I didn't you know? watch this match just because I don't. I don't want to see Dream. I don't want to see Dream. It's not at even. All. all right, I'll go with this. It's not even because of his allegations. I just haven't liked Dream since he's come back. Yeah, it's, I haven't liked Dream since. Ooh, man! He came back in February. No, I haven't liked him. Before. I haven't liked him since before that. You haven't li- so you haven't liked him since he was babyface. I haven't liked him since before he turned babyface the first time. Okay. So I probably I, pr- I probably haven't really liked him since 2018. Let's okay. Uh, his match with Champa. I'll say that like that's the last time I like really loved him. Ever since then, my I've just started l- disliking him more and more and more as time was went on. Fair. I marked out hard for his entrance at TakeOver Toronto, though. With the Mountie theme song. Oh. See, I just I just remember the um, the Raptor cheerleaders. 
That's all I remember from that. I remember, and then you, and then you remember the finish to that match. Oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> that was a hard night for us. I was having a very bad day, but um, yeah, it was. Yeah, well, let's just move on. Kushida-san, good on you. But um, then we get to the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, Santos Escobar. I got to say it right, Santos Escobar defends against Isaiah Swerve Scott. All right, I'll, I'll go first here, Nick. I liked this match. But my biggest takeaway from here was... Who's going to beat Santos? He got Ashante the Adonis? Is that, is that really who's going to beat Santos Escobar? You know, I was... Uh, Shorty, Shorty G. Fuck that name. Chad Gable. He's a free agent now because he did not get picked last night. So, theoretically, Chad Gable could go to NXT. Chad Gable... Is of the cruise rate limit, as far as I know. He is, the last time I checked, 202 pounds. Have Chad Gable come back to NXT. Have Chad Gable win his first singles title. I'm all for it. It seems like they've got nothing for him on Raw and SmackDown. I would like him to come back down to NXT just so we could get rid of the name Shorty G. He'd be have him NXT's go the hair back drastic. out. Have him bring back the singlets. Oh no, man. I think just he looks be really fucking awesome. Again. I, I know. I like. I think he looks. I like long haired wrestlers because long hair just looks cool on a wrestler. It's usually like, it's usually with wrestlers. If you can grow your hair out, do it. Yeah, like uh, Brian Myers, he looks so much cooler with his hair grown out. I think he looks better now than he did with his. Hair grown out like when he was an edgehead. Oh yeah, because now it's his natural color. But then we get to uh, the women's title match, which I saw half of this match. Um, pretty good match. Uh, Io retains. Johnny was special. Get was trying to be the referee, trying to pull a extreme rules finish. Didn't pull it off. Yeah, you one. Nick, what'd you think? I thought that this match was not anywhere near the level of their TakeOver Toronto match. Mm-hmm. I thought that this match was solid, but it was more than overshadowed by the aftermath of this match. Yeah, that, what a... I'm not even going to say it was overbooked. You get two new potential challengers for Io Shirai. And I've seen a lot of people say this has really hurt Io Shirai because they, she doesn't have a place in the division, I guess. I don't know. I forgot what the, the word was. What? They, they were complaining or something because like Io wasn't in the spotlight or something. I don't know. The women's champion doesn't yeah, have a yeah, spot in the division? Yeah, I, that made no sense to me. Io Shirai yeah, Anyone that didn't knocking watch. down challengers. Let's talk. Look, Dakota Kai. Um... Who else did she Knox. work? Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox. She only worked those three. Yeah, she hasn't defended that much. Well, she'll probably face 
Tony Storm first. Oh yeah, Tony Storm cut a promo. I didn't know she was coming back to America. Wherever she yeah, is. Right when they didn't watch, uh, Io was celebrating with her title, and then uh, we see on the screen it's fucking Tony Storm, and she says that she's coming to NXT. Which thank God finally, this woman has been misused. I, obviously, I get why she was in NXT UK, but no one watches NXT UK. She's wasted being there. Thank God she's finally coming to NXT. But then, uh, my big shocker see, was, um, huh? My big shocker was Tony Storm was. I didn't know she was allowed to come to America. I don't, I don't know if she lives in America or the UK or Japan or what. I don't know. I don't, I I'm sure. not sure. But then. Sure. We see We saw the mystery uh the motorcycle. Yes. With the we see the motorcycle riding up to the performance center. They get off, they walk in through the building, they come out, and it is revealed to be Ember Moon, one of my favorite female wrestlers of all time, one of the best female wrestlers in NXT history. I screamed until my throat hurt. You like, could you say really, that really I had you. no mercy for my throat. <laughs> Little inside joke. <laughs> no mercy for my throat? All right, now. What were you just doing with your phone? <laughs> But I was so happy. But I, I got, but I, I stood my ground. I said no. (laughs) But uh, I was very happy. This was Ember Moon because you. I think you said it. What the Friday after Takeover? Ember Moon just had. I just came up at a bad time. Yeah, she, she came, came up to the main... I said this on uh, Wednesday after NXT. Everyone came up to the main roster at a very bad time. Because she... Mm-hmm. She came up to the main roster, and she went to Raw. She went to Raw, but it was right when Ronda Rousey had made her in-ring debut at WrestleMania. So there was no chance of her getting a women's title run. Right. You know? And if even if she would have went to SmackDown, uh, she wouldn't have gotten a run because the Becky stuff happened. Becky and Charlotte stuff happened. I think, personally, I think she moved to SmackDown at the right time because didn't they, they lost Becky because Becky won the Raw Women's title. So I was like, all right, Ember Moon probably get, could win the Women's title. Didn't happen. I think she should have beaten Bayley, but obviously, you know, I don't run, I don't run the WWE. In hindsight, I in I hindsight, don't, I don't. I wouldn't change it. Yeah, in hindsight, I wouldn't change it. But at the time, I really, I really thought that Ember should have won there. But I'm super. I was super biased. I'm super biased towards Ember, and I really hated Bailey at that point. So, um, I, I think we probably got we got a resurgence in Bailey's career out of that. Yeah, and out of both careers, actually. There you go. Yeah, but. 
And then we get to the main event. Ooh. Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, NXT Championship. Oh, chef's kiss. Not, I uh, saw someone say this, not your typical NXT TakeOver main event, which was 100% right. It was not, but that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. It was different, but different in a good way. You know, I because the one thing that people complain about with NXT main events is, oh, hot, oh, finish your kick out, finish your kick out, finish your kick out, finish your kick out. Was there only one finisher hit that whole match, and it was the finish? Yeah, I think so. What's Crazy. what's Kyle's finish? Some type of submission. I don't know. Is it the guillotine? No, it's not the guillotine. No, it's the. Uh, no, didn't didn't Kyle hit his uh, knee to the back that he hit, beat Bronson with, and the Gauntlet Eliminator? Oh yeah, 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 he did. I think so. And then, uh, oh yeah, it's the what's that? A heel hook that he does? Yeah, yeah, heel hook. I thought I was gonna say knee bar, but I don't. I don't know submission names. I don't. I don't know. I don't know jujitsu MMA. But uh, yeah. I think this was different. Definitely more on the ground, which I don't think. What's weird is I don't think the casual fan would expect that from Finn Balor. Well, Finn proved that he could do that at Takeover Thirty with Thatcher. Yeah, with Thatcher, and he proved that he could do it really good. Mm-hmm. So. Of course, Balor retain. They beat the shit out of each other, and it was great. I think Balor broke his jaw. I don't know what happened to Kyle. Two places he broke his jaw. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Kyle got shoot injured or what. Well, apparently Kyle. I heard that Kyle didn't get a concussion. Then I heard that he did get a concussion, but WWE were just being hush-hush about it. I don't know, though. But then at the end of it, at the end of the show... Oh, and then uh, he got some teeth broken. Kyle did. Oh, that's right. They were both bleeding from the mouth. Man. I'd, I'd recommend this match for all of you. And they, said, uh, and they said on NXT TV that uh, something about his liver from that kick, but I don't know if that was kayfabe or not. That might have been kayfabe. Either... Either goddamn that was a great sell, or that was a was fantastic actually, sell. Yeah, that I didn't see that. Like, I don't see a lot of people do that, which might be a good thing. But it worked thing, for Kyle. The thing I I loved the most about it was that he didn't he didn't sell it right away. It took a second yeah. for it to kick in, like, and then he just cri- he just crippled them. Showed how. Finn's kicks are lethal, which I think they've always been sold as they are. And they mm-hmm. probably really are. Uh, and then, end of the end of the match, both guys shake hands, sign of respect, because mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. Kyle's a bit, Kyle's big baby face, Kyle. Yep. And Ridge, the camera cuts to the crowd. Ridge Holland has Adam Cole on his shoulder. Throws Adam Cole... Onto the floor, Roddy and Bobby come out. They're like, Finn, but Finn, do you know about this? Bella looks so confused. Mm-hmm. And 
show ends with Roderick Strong streaming. Can we get some medical out here? <laughs> what is going on? Damn it! <laughs> and yeah, but uh, now after what happened to Rich Holland on NXT, which we will talk about later, I seriously you. have no idea what they're going to do now. Because this was obviously going to be the big thing in NXT. Why is it? Yeah. I, I, I forget who I told it to. It might have been you. Why is it always the big storylines in NXT that get fucked up? Yeah, it was it was you. It was me. But uh, you were like Champa, um, Bobby okay. Fish. Champa. Champa when DIY broke up. Bobby Fish. The Undisputed Era. Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross. Uh, Aleister Black. Take over Brooklyn Four. You know, now uh, Ridge Holland. Yeah. Do like, you think that they're going to, like, wait? But that's going to be a long time because that... No, dude, he, it says he's out for six to six months to a year. So Yeah. I think they're going to have to do something else. And, but, and uh, who knows if Bobby's shoot still hurt or what's going on with Bobby. Yeah, Bobby, you're old. That'll show him. <laughs> His bones are shriveled. <laughs> He's turning into dust. He's wasting away. <laughs> uh, but all in all, solid takeover. Uh, I was very underwhelmed, I will admit. And, um, but yeah, I mean, it was an alright. It was an alright show. It was mediocre. Yes, it was. Then we get into Monday Night Raw. In your face. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker, it must be Monday. God damn it. Son of a bitch. We gotta gotta get Sam to put that Drew McIntyre picture right when we say Monday Night Raw. In your face. It's in your face. Get ready for an in your face disgrace. (laughs) I spin the face. (laughs) Don't want to be cool. (laughs) But then, I don't even know how Raw started. Oh, yeah. Randy Orton cutting a promo, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Randy Orton cuts an- cutting a promo. We'll open up with another Randy Orton promo. <laughs> where we, where like, we made I... last week's segment, last week's finishing segment, even more ridiculous. Motherfucker, it was... <laughs> Randy Orton, I want that motherfucker... Right when, right, when, right when Raw gets on there, I want that motherfucker to have the night goggles on. <laughs> You know what would have made it even better? You know what would have made it even better? Is if during the beatdown we could have gotten a a POV shot of Warden with the night vision goggles and it's all green and grainy. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. And we see Flair on the ground like, God damn it, bro. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Big shit's on the ground. Looks like a, like a dead whale. Shawn Michaels not selling for him. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Godzilla for your kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure. So I didn't see all this. All this promo. He challenged Drew McIntyre to a Hell in a Cell match, mm-hmm. and Drew McIntyre finds where Randy Orton is, mm-hmm. and they get into a brawl. Big old scrapski. Adam Pierce has got to come in and you break it up, break it up. Adam Pierce, I'm scared of that motherfucker. Why? Because of his Marky Extreme interview? No, all the power he holds. Big oh, yeah. authoritative motherfucker. Oh, yeah, he can put me in a match with Jeff Hardy. I whoa. <laughs> I'm going to put you in a match with Jeff Hardy tonight, sir. Oh, God damn it. Oh, whoa, calm down, man. I'm cool, I'm Jeez. cool. Jeez, dude. Uh... What was after that? I really don't know. The only thing I remember from this show was Say it to my face! Oh, yeah. MRI! Big MRI! Oh, yeah, no, so let's, let's talk about this. So, Murphy finds Leah Mysterio. He apologizes for the third time, motherfucker. God damn it. <laughs> we get it, you're sorry. God damn, you're sounding like fucking... Every other, nothing. Uh, <laughs> so she's like, "I'm not the one you need. To, you need to. You need to be scared of Seth." And she's like, "Are you really gonna apologize to him?" You know, Murphy's looking all dead in the face. Yeah, because uh, Murphy and Seth had a tag match against Dominic and Humberto Carrillo. Yes, and before the match, Murphy said. Uh, Seth, if you want me to still be your disciple, you need to apologize to Aaliyah. And that made Seth very mad. Then Disciple! Messiah. Disciple! Messiah! Do I make myself clear? Do you know how this works? Murphy, I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> God, and then don't he, change your color. And then Murphy said, or no, Seth said, apologize. You should apologize to me. And gave him till until gave him until 10 p.m. to apologize to the him. third hour, the the top of the third hour overall. Yeah, who would have thought? Well, oh, man, that, that's not a coincidence. Be. We got a big MRI. We got Big Murphy. For Murphy. Anyone, for anyone that doesn't know the joke we're making here, MRI, A Rye, Alex Riley. Murphy's gonna be. Buddy Murphy's gonna become the new Alex Riley. But this time, actually, Murphy's actually a good wrestler. And I can't comment on that. I've never seen an Alex Riley match. Well. From what I've heard, the only thing good about Alex Riley was his theme. And he, he had good look. Yeah. And he wasn't liked by John Cena, that's all I know. <laughs> but, uh... And he flopped. Oh, yeah. Mo- motherfucker, you gotta be a fucking asshole if John Cena doesn't like you. <laughs> Come on, now. Yeah, like but, Ryback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta talk about Ryback. How he said the world will be a better place without legitimately anyone. Uh, but 
Murphy beats the fuck out of Seth Rollins, right? And oh. it's just like, Murphy, I'm sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait to make Murphy look like a fucking retard with this segment here. Whoa. You can't say, you can't say retard. <laughs> we can say retard. But uh, so Murphy stops, you know, showing a little bit of, you know, what's the, what's the word? Mercy. Thank you. Every time we record these, I get fucking brain farts. That's me all the time. It's whatever. But Mer- R- Seth Rollins jumps up, big thumb to the eye. Mm-hmm. And then Aaliyah Mysterio comes out saying, stop, stop, you know. Seth Rollins really wanted to beat the shit out of her, but she didn't. Because mm-hmm. the Dom- Mysterio family came out. Dominic comes out running like he's fucking jogging for three miles. I bet and- that motherfucker was out of breath. Jesus. <laughs> but then uh, you want to talk about Pudgy? <laughs> Dominic Mysterio, that motherfucker better be hitting the weights. <laughs> he comes out, you know, and you said it. Dominic Mysterio is being booked like a fucking asshole. Yeah, motherfucker, your sister's a grown ass woman. Stay out of her business. And then she, he's like, think about what she did, what he did to our family. And then she keeps looking back. He's like, man, stop. <laughs> stop, man. Jeez. What a cock block. <laughs> so, so, Murphy, why didn't you get the girl? Stupid ass brother. <laughs> Stupid families. <laughs> I want Murphy to come out to the Lego movie Batman. Darkness. Mm, no parents. That sounds like it should be Havoc in the Vase theme song. Oh, true. <laughs> Reek! <laughs> what else was on the show? Oh, yeah. Um, so, build up to Kevin Owens and the Fiend on the Friday Night Smackdown. And what do you, what do you know? Alistair Black beat, beats up Kevin Owens again. Oh, man. I oh, yeah, so Keith shocked. Lee and Braun Strowman. Double count out. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's so, right. Keith Lee and Braun Strowman had a match on Raw. And uh, here's my opinion on this Raw. It was all right, I guess. It was a, it was a Monday Night Raw. I don't even rate episodes of TV because they're all just meh. They're all every, over the place. Every Raw and SmackDown is watchable, passable. Every episode of NXT is passable. Every episode of Dynamite just makes me... Oh, I don't even... I, haven't, I don't even know the last time I watched a full episode of Dynamite. Every episode of Impact is good. Like, so, I, uh, I, I don't rate week to week. Like, oh, that show was good. Oh, last week was bad. Overall, Raw was Raw. Like it wasn't it actually it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. We'll go with that. Yeah, it was just it was uh, just an episode of TV. Yeah. Um then we get to Impact. Nick, you we own the night right now. Whoa. Whoa. We own the night. Whoa. 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 We own we the own night. The... We, we own, own the night. night. Let's go. That's right. And then we we open the show. Match of the year candidate right here, gentlemen. 
Nick, just you. Brian Myers, Tommy Dreamer. Let's go. I'm going to say this right now. Brian Myers deserves so much better. I know Brian loves Tommy Dreamer, and they're good friends in real life. And Brian probably likes working with Tommy, but fucking hell, Brian Myers deserves better than this. A fucking mid-card feud with Tommy, fat-ass Dreamer. It's just... Brian Myers should be in the exhibition title scene right now. I thought he was going to be in the um, scramble. Brian Myers. Not the scramble. Um. No, it's a scramble. Okay, okay. Which, when they say scramble, I don't know what if they mean like a WWE sc- a scramble match. I hope they don't. It might, it, it might just be like every five minutes somebody comes in. It might be. I don't know. I really hope it's not like a WWE oh, yeah. championship we, scramble. We gotta talk about that segment because Scott Demore is nuts. Oh, <laughs> <A little> sus. <laughs> he's, he's a little. Uh, yeah. He's, but um. Yeah, uh, I think Brian, I think Dreamer won via DQ, right? Yeah, Brian Myers beat Tommy Dreamer clean at Victor Road, but then. Got frustrated here on Impact and just beat the shit out of him with the Kendo stick. But then uh, Tommy Dreamer got the Kendo stick, or did or did Dreamer get him get the Kendo stick from Ryan before he started? Before Brian started beating him with it, and then Brian got it from Tommy. I don't remember, but I know I Dreamer know. eventually and Dreamer ended up with the Kendo stick, and then Brian was saying. Oh, Tommy, think of my girls. Oh, yeah, think about my kids. Yeah. Please, Tommy, think of my girls. And he showed him the tattoos with both of his daughter's names on them. And then Tommy stopped. But then Brian got the Kendo stick back and just fucking beat the shit out of him. So I'm assuming, obviously, Bound for Glory, we're going to have a fucking hardcore match between Brian Myers and Tommy Dreamer, which uh, just have Brian Myers win and please get him on to something good. The Willie Mack feud was good, but it was just kind of nothing. Brian it was lost just a way to like last match. Book Willie Mack. Stupid. Yeah. Oh, and then we get to the <laughs> we get to what uh, what we get to the segment that's just must talk. Row the beat row heat challenge the defeat row heat challenge yes. whatever it's called defeat row heat. And row heat's cutting a promo, you know. And for those who don't know, row heat's the X division champion. He's been doing this shtick where he's pretty much been. Ducking guys uh-huh. who want a shot at the belt. Uh-huh. And when so they, he's got, and then when he eventually does have to defend his championship, he uh, swindles his way out of it. Yep. And he's got four guys waiting to kick his head off already. Well, five. Well, five now. Oh, that's right, because him. Yeah. Because the fifth My match person... is bad. Sorry, Nick, so is mine. So he's, you've, got, you've got Chris Bay, TJP, Trey McGill, and now Willie Mack, mm-hmm. who, did you say, beat uh, Rohit at Victory Road via countout? Yeah, because, uh, so the, the spot was they collided heads in the corner, yeah. and then Rohit mm-hmm. uh, went out to the floor. And uh, he went to get up, but the count was at eight. And then he pretended like he fainted again, and he lost by countout. So he could retain the title. But then this week, we had um, the um, – so Jordan Grace. 
Oh, actually, no. Willie Mack originally came out. Yeah, give us a little bit of Willie Mack's theme song. It's like, boop, boop, boop. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> but Josh Matthews like, oh, yeah. And then oh he goes, Madison Rain, why do you hate Willie Mack? I, do, I don't hate Willie Mack. <laughs> Just come out and say it. You don't like him. <laughs> Just at the start of the show, every week, just have Madison Ringo. I don't like, I don't hate Willie Mack in the Diener's smell. She won't have to say another thing. We'll have nothing to talk about for the rest of the night. So then Rohit's like, Willie, I'm, you, you can't challenge me tonight. I'm sorry. Willie's, you can't challenge me. You already challenged me. And Willie's sitting there. Motherfucker, goddammit. <laughs> Then, what the fuck is this bullshit, son? <laughs> what? Oh, he rods you. Looks like a stupid motherfucker. What? <laughs> oh, he rods you. Looks like a pretzel stick. What? But then here comes Jordan Grace. Nice surprise. Pretty cool. she, might, she might have one of my favorite theme songs just because it's like it's pretty good. Yeah. Because it's Scott Turner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Big Mama Pump. Or is it Big Mama Pump? No, it's Thick Mama Pump. It's Thick it? Mama Pump, yeah. Cool. And uh she what she do? Roll up Rohit? Yeah. So Rohit refused to hand over the championship to the referee to hold up. And mm-hmm. so Willie Mack grabs it from him. And they're doing a little tug of war. And then out of nowhere, uh, while they're tugging on it, Jordan Grace rolls up Rohit. One, two, three. We think, we think, new exhibition champion Jordan Grace. I start freaking out because I'm pumped. I love Jordan Grace. You know, and uh, Jordan Grace starts posing with, but then Rohit's just like, he goes to the referee. No, 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 that doesn't count. You didn't hold the belt. You didn't hold the belt, so it wasn't for the belt, which I didn't know was a rule in wrestling. But apparently it is. Oh, well. So Jordan Grace beat, she defeated Rohit, mm-hmm. but not for the championship. Then Rohit gets to the back. We see Scott Demore clapping. Drew's favorite segment of the night. Yes, it was. Scott. No, actually, no, my, my favorite might have been Heath. <laughs> Mine was uh, EY? Well, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Get away from Moore, me! Scott Demore's clapping. He's like, and Rohit Raju calls him Scotty D. <laughs> Rohit, Scotty D. And he's like, man, I I don't know what I could do without you. You're putting, you're giving guys opportunity. That's what people want in this business. That's what it's so rare to come across. So what can you do more for us here? More opportunities. So, I, how about this? Bound for glory. You're going to defend the belt, and the motherfucker's already out of breath talking. He's like, against against Willie Mack, against TJP, against Trey McGill, against Chris Bay, against Jordan Grace, and a six-way scramble match. He's like, I love you, Rohit. I'd kiss you if it wasn't for COVID. You're the man. <laughs> the best part of this whole thing was Rohit Raju's face and his eyes lit. His eyes got big every time. <laughs> every time. 
A Scott Force and another name. And then, um, so after that was, uh, what was after that? Was it Johnny Bravo again? Lining up the boys and Alicia Edwards. I think so. Because Johnny Swinger wanted to be the bestest man. So that leads to, I believe, the Deaners versus Johnny Swinger and his young boy, Crazy Steve. Crazy Steve's blind. That's crazy. Bro. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk about Crazy Steve. With Marquee Extreme. Oh, we're going to talk about... You know what else we're going to talk about? Let's wait until we get to NXT and we'll talk about it with Marquee Extreme. Um, so, what else happened on the show? Heath... Oh, wait. Let's get to the Eric Young and Rich Swan. So, Rich Swan, We're getting uh-huh. an update on Rich Swan's recovery. Jimmy yep. Jacobs is there. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know... He's he's the first to come in last week. By the way, why is Jimmy Jacobs an interviewer? Yeah, I don't know. When I saw that, it made me upset, too. That's been a thing ever since me and Drew both have started watching. It's like, my big thing is, all right, I guess since Congo Kong's not there anymore, they don't have anybody for him to manage. But Wait, he was a manager for Congo yeah, Kong. He, he managed Congo Kong, and he they beat a, he beat Abyss. I'm pretty sure he had a pinfall victory over Johnny and of John over John Morrison. Um, Congo Kong didn't that motherfucker tell some motherfucker to show him his penis? Yeah, because he wouldn't sell. <laughs> He's like, show me your penis. He's like, I'll fucking pull it down in front of the boys. I would have been like, no, thank you. <laughs> I feel like, don't show me your penis. <laughs> Where's the promoter? I need my money. I'm out of here. <laughs> your punishment is that I get punished. Uh, but, you know, of course, cutting, the, cutting that baby face promo, you know, and then Eric Young shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> what was yeah, his outfit? What was he wearing? I think he was like dressed up as a doctor or a nurse or something. He comes in and he was coming through. <laughs> he, I swear to God, he put his injured foot up on like a seat and grabbed a kettlebell. <laughs> yeah, whammed it. It sounded just like the Steve Austin bedpan. <laughs> it was like boom. And you know, Rich was like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and he was. People are trying to go over there, and he was get away from me. Oh, and we also had Ken Shamrock on the show. Eddie Edwards. He's like, Eddie didn't deserve that, man. You deserve that. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, you do that. You do the better, Sam. <laughs> I'm trying to make you back into the world's most dangerous man. See this? 45 million retweets. You know what? Yeah, I don't know anything about that, man. It's your thing, man. And then he goes, then he goes, you need to be the world's most dangerous man. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Sammy Callahan smacks him, and then some random motherfucker walks by, and Sammy Callahan goes, "Go get him!" And KJ goes, "Me, beating the shit out of this random dude." 
I don't know what to think. It was so funny. So funny. Kylie Ray also had an interview on this show where she beat up Kimberly. Yeah, it's very nice seeing a different side of Kylie. I love Smiley Kylie Ray, but it was nice for it was nice seeing a nice little aggressive side of Kylie. I like that um they're they're trying to create a uh, division between Susie and Kylie Ray and they're using the Diana Perrazzo feud to do that. Mhm. It's going to be I'm very excited for Kylie versus Sue Young. I think that's going to be a very interesting feud. Mm-hmm. But it kind of sucks that they're getting split up as a team uh, right when the Knockouts Tag titles are going to probably be debuted. Oh, uh, you know, what else was on the show? Was Rosemary and Taya versus Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles on the show? Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't care. The only reason I'm invested in all of this is because... Uh, so next week it's a triple threat tag, Kiera and uh, Tasha versus Taya and Rosemary versus Nevea and Havoc. You think I'm this assuming... is going to lead to the tag titles? Yeah. Okay. And I hope it is because I really want to see the tag titles again because I they so the first time they did it, it didn't work out well because well Vince Russo was writing and Vince Russo does not know how to book women. He does not like women, as we've seen. And they're basically... The, the, the first iteration of the Knockouts Tag Titles were literally made just for the beautiful people. So, they really didn't have that much room to grow. Then, but then my favorite women's tag team champions, Eric Young and ODB. Yeah, that shows you how much they cared about the those titles. Eric Young was one half of like the long. I'm pretty sure Eric Young and ODB were the longest reigning champions, and it was only because they completely forgot about the titles. I think were they the last champions? Yeah, they completely forgot about the titles, and then Brooke Hogan became the uh, she's like the GM for the Knockouts. Yeah, and she's mm-hmm. for her first night. She's just like, you guys have not defended those titles in ages. You're getting stripped of them, and then they just deactivated the titles. Okay. Oh, yeah, we gotta get we gotta get to the Scott Demore and Heath Heath segment. <laughs> Heath was trying to get him some Kurt Angle money. Scott Demore's like, brother, you can't, you brother, you cannot be serious about this. <laughs> I mean, you didn't win an Olympic gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe how much of an asshole he was. Captain Moore <laughs> was so rude. So rude. They got into a little argument, and then Scott just like, you know what I think of your contract? Just throws his con- throws Heath's contract all over the place. Pick it up! And Heath goes, I ain't picking up nothing, man. <laughs> Ryan was like, how'd it go? How'd it go? It, it didn't go. It didn't go, Terry. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, he said Terry. I'm like, I was on Raw, right? Against McIntyre. They offered me a deal. I was like, did they though? Did they? <laughs> I wonder if they actually did. Motherfucker, that motherfucker. And then Vince was like, oh, pal, he's gotten belts. 
Apparently, we gotta we gotta lock him up. <laughs> was Iron that before? Man. That was that was like, dude. That was the last Raw before Extreme Rules. So yeah, it was before, like the week of Slammiversary. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. But he's like, nah, man. I, I came here. Now I gotta sneak into the building and shit. <laughs> I got I got kids, man, that rely on me. How about yeah. that, Terry? I'm just, I'm very anxious for this whole storyline to be over. It's not, it's not bad, but I just, I'm excited for it to be over. You just, you just know he's getting signed. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and was the main event of the show a uh, madman fault and Ace Austin? Little 12-year-old Ace Austin. Versus... The machine guns, which had a very weird spot. So, middle of the match, right? Madman Fulton like grabs Alex Shelley by the hair. Fucking Alex Shelley grabs his balls. Oh, that's right, he did. The testicular so- claw. And I was so confused. I was like, what the hell? And Josh Matthews on commentary goes, and the referee, I guess the referee can't see it, and then we see the referee looking directly at them. A testicular claw is legal. An impact, apparently. No, Ric Flair used to do it. Oh, yeah, you're right. A testicular Dalton claw Castle did it. D- Dalton Castle did it on uh, ROH one time to Truth Martini, and they blurred it out. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve Crudo said, somebody get this man some ice. <laughs> so, uh, Gallows and Anderson make the save. I yeah. think they beat up the North. So, uh, the middle of the match, the North come out and they look like they're about to interfere. interfere. But then Gallows and Anderson come down to the ring and attack the North. Because earlier in the show, Gallows and Anderson said that they want the Motor City Machine Guns at 100% so they can beat them at Bound for Glory. So they said, hey, don't worry. We got your backs. And they proved it in the main event when they beat up the North. They were good. They were good angels. I love Ethan Page, by the way. What did he say? Well, I forgot. I didn't hear what he said. He was like, I think he, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Screw, By the way, you know what? Screw tweet Jerry Lynn. Tweet Ethan Page. Get Ethan Page on this podcast. He's he's so good to his fans. We might he's have so to good to his, all. yeah, he, we might he actually might have to, a chance. Yeah. Jerry Lynn doesn't know, Jerry, Jerry Lynn doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> What the fuck am I saying? But, um... Impact, very good episode. My guess is next week we're gonna... Or this Tuesday we're gonna get, um... The official... Announcement that... The world title match is gonna be... Um... No DQ. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, also... Uh, we had the funeral for the Impact oh, World Championship. See, I, I forgot about this. That's how underwhelming this segment yeah, was. Yeah, they've been building this up since last week. They announced it last week. They've been hyping it up. They h- super hyped it up 
a victory road, which we talked about last week. Yep. And all it was was just EC3 cuts his normal generic, well, not generic, but just super played out promo. Exactly. Super played out at this point. It's exa- he cuts the exact same promo every single week. Except, you know, that one, except that one week he cut that really good promo. You know what I'm talking about? When was it? When was it? When he was talking about uh, his past. And they showed the oh, clip well, to him when he was TNA World Champion. And it was actually oh, yeah. different and not the yeah, exact same it, promo. Was it the one on Tuesday when he was like, who has the longest act? Who has the longest winning streak in TNA history? It was a couple who, weeks ago. Oh, okay. Then, no, that was like the week. That was like the week after Slammiversary, so. But EC3 cuts the same exact promo and then just throws the TNA World Championship over a bridge. TNA World title? Go to hell. <laughs> but I want to say this, right? I, You know this. I tried to defend EC3 with these promos. I can't defend it anymore, Nick. I can't do it. It's the exact same promo. Brother needs to do something else if they're going to lock him up. Oh, they're not locking him up. Oh, I know. They're, didn't he, uh, uh, he's didn't doing he, ROH. Yeah, he's yeah. confirmed for ROH. That's that's so weird. Imagine EC3 and ROH. It's a weird weird fit, but he might make it work. I don't know. Probably, probably be the same thing. Just less of a uh, less of a reason to go. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Impact very good. Can't wait for Bound for Glory. But yeah. then we get to... But wait, but wait. It was announced yesterday as of recording. Oh, yes! Moose and EC3 will indeed have a match at Bound for Glory at an undisclosed location. I think so... I told you I told you and Howard this, Howard, you know. Howard, Howard knows this, friend of ours. You all know Howard. We've mentioned him a few times. I said this match is going to be uh, cinematic, yeah, which obviously. obviously it is. And if any match was going to be cinematic on this show, it was probably this one. It makes sense. But I'm, I'm just going to be like, you've got pictures of me everywhere. <laughs> it's creepy. <laughs> I'm scared. He's stalking me. It's so close to Halloween, I think I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> when this is motherfucker's going to pop out of the ghost costume. He's going to say Twinkle Tweet. <laughs> no, <my laughs> twinkle Tweet! <laughs> we're, we're, we're slowly turning Moose into Tweety fucking Bird. <laughs> See what pussy cat. <laughs> I just love the business. <laughs> you people don't understand. What the people love in the wrestling business. But, uh... So, Nick, we get into the Wednesday night war, I guess. As I guess it's a war. I watched all of... I've watched a good chunk of NXT and uh, only one match from Dynamite. The best match from Dynamite. The only thing worth watching on Dynamite. Dog color match. No, hold on. Hold on. I got to do the promo. <clears throat> no. And then no regrets. No 
as in no going back, we enter much different than we leave. TNT title, dog collar match next week. I accept. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the pod last week. <laughs> I was like pissing my pants li- re listening to the pod. But, uh, let's start with Dynamite, shall we? Yeah. Did you watch the whole show? I did. Solely because Dustin told me Don Cal was on the show, and I was like, oh, man, new material. I was... So, I started watching Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I got into, like, half of Brian Cage versus Will Hobbs. So, uh, Wednesday, I watched uh, the Dog Collar match live. Then, uh... Thursday, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna breeze through Dynamite, watch what I want to watch. But yeah, then you I said, hopefully, I don't see much. Um, Jericho duck sick, dick duck sicking, dick sucking. Yeah, because that was the whole show. <laughs> yeah, because just that fucking intro alone, I'm just like, oh my god, I don't want to fucking watch this shit. I what get it. Me- you people like Jericho. I get it. Jericho is really fucking good. He's one of the best of all time. What I find so funny is, like, I know why, of course, because WWE is definitely not going to give them pictures of him in WWE. It goes from, like, Jericho to WCW to Jericho and AEW. No, it's not even WCW. It goes from Jericho and, like... <laughs> Japan. Jericho and Japan and Mexico to him and AEW. I guess it's just the stuff Jericho owns. Or shit that's not like copyrighted, or it's just copyrighted by like photographers. Oh yeah, it's not. It can't. It can't even be WCW because you know WWE. But um, and it can't uh, be ECW, and it can't even be Smoky Mountain Wrestling because they own that too. That's why Corny loves Vince so much. You know that. <laughs> so yeah, we could, I, actually. I want to get into this. We saw Miro playing goddamn video games in the crowd with Kip Sabian. Dare I say this, Nick? This motherfucker was better off in WWE if you want to take this guy seriously. <laughs> You're going to get hate for that. I, do I care? <laughs> yeah, fuck Miro. I'll, I'll, just, I'll say that. That's all I'll say. Like, seems like a good guy and all, but like, dude, you're... Fucking built. Dude, it's be just so funny. Dude was talking all that shit in that promo and that gets injured the next week. It's just it's so funny to me. Man. Jesus. I understand he's more of himself, but like, dude, when you're that big and you're that muscular, you should be taken as a threat. No, it's not for me, it's not he would have been better off standing in WWE. He would have been be- better off not not going to AEW. That's true. That too. Why didn't you go to Impact? Yeah, sign with Impact or New Japan. Sign full time New Japan. Well, I mean, they have Jeff Cobb. They they kind of just be the same thing, sort of. Yeah, he, um, he would have been fucking awesome. Impact. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I get every time someone leaves or someone that's a free agent, I'm like, okay, I wanted them to go to Impact. Yeah, you, because, you, you, said, not, you said AOP should go to Impact, but I honestly agree with you. It's, it's not because I'm biased or anything. Like, yeah, Impact's my favorite wrestling show right now, but I'm not 
I don't say that because I'm biased. It's just because Impact needs talent a lot more than AEW or WWE. AOP would be a lot better off in the awesome, but the awesome, but small, or even that, not that small, but smaller tag division of Impact than the fucking sea of tag teams that half of them don't even get used that are in AEW right now. And Miro, who's a mid-card act right now in AEW, could have been in the world championship picture in Impact Wrestling because they're in need of main eventers. Miro could have been used as a main eventer in Impact. No, in AEW, he's... For Miro's future, I could see him being a mid-card act, possibly getting a TNT title match, and possibly... Possibly getting a TNT title run and possibly getting a world title feud, but not winning. Yeah, I agree with you. But uh, let's get into the dog dog collar match. Dog collar match, great, great match. Fantastic. Uh, and storytelling all through the roof. Yeah. Uh, John Silver was funny in this match. Big, everybody got color. Four seconds into the match, Cody runs at Brody with the dog collar. Brody gets out of the way. He hits John Silver off the apron. Before that, JR goes, well, I wish I I get John Silver off her apron there. And then, well, Cody got him off the apron, all right. And then we see John Silver is bleeding. And then Brody goes out there, sets up a chair, tells John Silver, Sit down! Shut up! Stay there! And then, split second later, Cody comes running, hits John Silver with the drop kick, drop kicks him out of the chair, and then Anna J just gets John Silver out of there entirely. Cody. <coughs> Nick, do you have a problem with Cody being TNT champion? No, I love it. And then. The- me liking Cody as TNT champion is because I'm biased. You're you're gonna get, well. You said I'm gonna get hate for the Miro comedy. You're gonna get hate for that. Oh, I don't but, care. Uh, I don't you know who I'm gonna get hate? I'm gonna get hate from Darian about that, and that's it. Well, there are there are a lot of people who don't like Cody right now. Oh my god, I, it pissed me off so much. I saw someone someone posted a fucking picture earlier of Cody Rhodes with a shovel and a bunch of people, like, bunch of, like, it's like, uh... Who the fuck's he buried? Jim, it's like Jimmy Jacobs. Not Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy Havoc, I mean. And, uh... Not Mark. It, is, it was Mark Quinn. And, uh... A bunch of people that he's beaten for the TNT title. Like, them on gravestones. It's like... He has not buried a single one. Oh, his Ricky Starks was there too. He's not buried a single person that he's was faced. Kingston there? Kingston wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Because Kingston is in the main event picture. And then someone else said, can we just confirm, can we just please confirm now that Cody Rhodes is the AW version of Triple H? How? He elevates people and every every single match he has, he elevates his opponent. Yeah, Brody lost here, but Brody didn't get hurt from it. 
The only thing, the only people who think Brody got hurt are people who are fans of him. I don't think yeah, anybody else. Brody Marks. Yeah. Hey, I guarantee hey, you. Hey, I'll, I'll be fair. I thought it hurt Cody when he lost to Brody, but that's just I'm a Cody Mark. Yeah. I think you have that bias. It's it's part of being a big fan. It's. Mm-hmm. That's it's wrestling. Yeah, it's wrestling. Part of, a big, a huge part of wrestling is rooting for your favorites. True, but Nick, uh, I'll tell you this: the main event was not good. Wait, wait a second. And for me, I would consider myself a casual AW fan right now. So right now, I don't give a shit about the booking. You know, I don't give a sure. shit how someone is. I just care about what my favorites are doing. Cody Moxley. Kingston, uh, FTR, all my favorites. I just care about them winning. I don't care about the booking. I don't care what makes sense. I don't care what's the best story. I'm a casual AW fan at this point. I just care about my favorites. And if my favorites are winning, I'm happy. Whether they should be winning or not, I don't know. I don't care. As long as they're winning, I'm happy. Then, uh... But let's get. I I really don't remember anything from this show. I remember that best friends are getting a shot at FTR next week because next week's the anniversary show of Dynamite. Next week, yes, sir. And then, uh, main event was not good. I can imagine it was not good, and I don't blame Luther or Serpentico. Wait, is it Serpentico uh, or is it Serpentico? Uh, I think it's Serpentico. That's what I've been told it's, it was. I have no idea. But, uh... Yeah, it was just... I don't know. They Fuck. say people are born even. Why, why does he sound like a... Mermaid Man? ha <laughs> <laughs> He sounds like he sounds like Mermaid Man, but like has more of the weird voice. He sounds like if you combine Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy's voice. Evil. <laughs> 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 Shut up, y'all, coat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you sound like you're Mermaid Man. You sound like you're Kurt Angle. Yeah, true. <laughs> and my David Benoit. Vanilla midget. <laughs> what the fuck is the horror show? Fuck off with that shit. <laughs> Calling you out, David Benoit. I want. I, we wanted David Benoit on the show. Let's get. Let's get. A, let's get a movement going. Let's get David Benoit on the show here. Yeah. For free. I'm not paying him. <laughs> How much you motherfuckers paid me? Fuck you! Work in oil. Get out of here. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you! Make but, more uh, in one week than I've ever made in my life. It's fucking true. True. <laughs> Can't make more, can I? He had a um Rey Mysterio sweatband, and it looked like it was, was from cool. S- SummerSlam 2005. Yeah, I saw. And it. I asked him, and he goes, "I don't know, bro. You fucking tell me." I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, the, the person's just like the person's just like 
Oh, what you, what's your best piece of wrestling merchandise? He just pulls it out. You tell me. Dave he's 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 cool. I, I go follow David Dunwall. See, cheap plug. He's got some funny lives. He's funny. He's a funny guy. Mostly when he's doing lives by himself, he's funny. <laughs> Just because then the people he's doing lives with, they're nice people, but I don't know. Uh, us, they're David's nice people, but the whole time you you are just like, should have been me. Here, it should have been me. I came here for David, bro. But uh, yeah, dynamite was alright. You know, dynamite wasn't anything special. Sorry, Chris. Um, hey, what was, this, what was the whole uh, MJF business? Oh yeah, they're teasing MJF's going to join the inner circle or something. I saw someone said it's going to. They're teasing and uh, Chris Jericho face turn, which I would be all for. I think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to fuse. Which, if Jericho turns face, um, obviously Candy's turning heel soon. If Jericho turns face, then uh, I think that's, uh, that would uh, lead to Jericho Omega. That would be three, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I've got Kenny winning the world title tournament. So Winning the world title tournament and then winning the world title. Well, I was talking about Devin with this last night, so I'm giving Devin credit. He was like, Moxley's beaten everybody, but he hasn't beaten the Elite, and he's not gonna. I was like, damn. Well, he, damn it. he's beaten Omega. That is true. Oh, fuck. See, I forgot about that. What am I doing here? Um, I watched that pay-per-view. <laughs> um, One of the best, you know, I'm going to say it right now. The best, the best match in AEW history. The best, the best. Mox and Omega. The best match in AEW history. In my opinion. Nick, let's get into NXT since you actually watched it. Well, I didn't watch all of it. We started the show with Champa and Kushida. Which the whole time, I'm just like, I don't want... why, Why is this match happening? This match should not be happening right now. Right. I've seen people shit on it and like saying Tony Khan. I don't think they were saying Tony Khan's a better booker. I hate, I Which hate, he's not. he's not. I just hate the comparisons because, like, all right, yeah, the Velveteen Dream interfered. Doesn't make Tony Khan a better booker just because Triple H did a DQ finish to make sure that nobody got beat. But I, I agree with you. The match shouldn't have happened. But. And on commentary, they said like a thousand times, this is a takeover caliber matchup, which no, it wasn't. It was a decent TV match. Yeah. Tommaso Ciampa just feels so directionless right now. He should have won the NXT Championship. I don't care what anyone says. He should have won the NXT Championship. I'm, I'm kind of scared for him, to be honest with you. Me too. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I'm more scared for Johnny, though. Because Johnny's my number one favorite. I don't know. They're Champions doing some weird ass thing with with Indy Hartwell. We'll, we'll get to that later because that shit was funny. That oh, but, so funny. But um, after that was Ember Moon. After that, because I went to I wasn't home. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's the, that's why I stuck around and watched it because I was about to turn it, and then they said uh, Ember Moon's gonna be 
making an appearance at the end of this matchup. So I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to stay and watch now. Because the Ember so Moon was the Moon. only reason I tuned into NXT. Ember Moon cut up. I don't know. I didn't listen to the promo. All I heard her say was, I'm Ember Moon. Damn it. It was decent. It was passable. And then uh, I guess did Ripley come out? And then Kai and Dakota Kai and no, first Raquel e- Gonzalez. EO came out. Okay. Then Rhea came out, which fucking Ember Moon and Io Shirai were going face-to-face. And I'm like fucking losing my shit. Holy fuck! Give me this match now! And then Rhea came out. I'm like, fuck off! Ruining my moment! You already know Rhea's gonna beat Io. God, I hope not. Then, you know, we got... I'm kind of scared for Dakota Kai, too. Yeah, honestly. I'm, I'm kind of scared for Um. So, you know, big tag main event. Rhea Ripley and Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai and Ra- Raquel Gonzalez. And after that, the debut of Moose and Goose on TV. <laughs> right when I heard that theme, I'm like, that's the Moose and Goose theme right there. Jillian Dane's not having it. Drake Maverick's being a goof. Yeah, they beat Ever Before the match, before the match, uh, uh, the outside interviewer reporter came up to Drake Maverick and it was asking him, and Maverick said that him and Dane had a tag match tonight. And Killian Dane came up and he was all shocked. And <laughs> Maverick's just like, what else are you talking about tonight? I got several eyes. And Dane just went, Rah! all pissed off he stomped away and then they make their entrance and it's like happy song and dance whistle music Maverick's doing a nice dance he doesn't want to be there into it Wade Barrett's pissed (laughs) Keely Dane's like cut this shit out (laughs) yeah So then they beat Ever Eyes and Drake Maverick's like, come on, man, get, as the kids say, get jiggy with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then Killian Day punched him in the jaw again. Motherfucker, that motherfucker's gonna have, like, I'm gonna just have to get his jaw removed after this. <laughs> Does he pick him up and they leaves with him? He's like, alright, I guess I gotta take him. Oh my god, I almost spit my fucking water out when you said that. I don't I don't like my I don't like me saying that. Fuck that. It's the kids say get cheeky with it. The kids, the adults, you know, they kinda run in the same. <laughs> oh, oh, calm down there, Austin Theory. Which speaking of Austin Theory. Jesus Christ, don't oh. Oh, yes. Austin Theory won a match. See? Nice transition, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Austin Theory won a match. You know, cut a promo saying, Austin Theory is gonna <laughs> is the future. And I'll say it again. Austin Theory is the future. And then Dexter Loomis comes out, which we will talk about with Marquee Extreme. Dexter Loomis. I'm not, have I talked about Dexter Loomis yet on this podcast? No, because he's been hurt. Dexter Loomis, my boy. I love Dexter Loomis. It started as it started as an ironic love 
just because of him, all of his Samuel Shaw stuff from TNA, and then just his weird entrance. I started liking Dexter Loomis, ironically, just as a joke. But then it turned into an unironic love, where now I actually legitimately really like him, and I think he's fucking awesome, and he's one of my favorites in NXT, and he's, like, my number one boy right now, part of my boy stable, for all my OSW review listeners out there. So, so, um... Oh, Dexter and, Loomis. And another big reason why I came a huge Dexter Loomis fan is because of the feud with Roderick Strong. Because I like it. I like rubbing Roddy losing in Drew's face because I think it's funny. Get in the trunk, Roddy. That was incredible. They, they really did miss the mark. They should have had Roddy, Bobby, and Adam Cole go to Dexter Loomis's house, go in his bedroom, look around like this shit's fucking insane, and he comes in and goes, what are you doing in my room? And Roddy's just like, no, no, Roddy's like, hey, man, I brought Troy this toy. What are you doing in my bedroom? Oh, I was just, uh, uh <laughs> I said, what are you doing in my bedroom? And they fight, and then Adam Cole gets on the bunk bed ladders, and there's a fucking no, Canadian he, No, you're stealing my joke here. I made this joke months ago. I think I did. I made this joke. I think I did. I made this joke. Adam Cole, no, I made this joke because you got it wrong. Adam Cole doesn't do it off the ladder. He climbs on the top bunk. And then starts jumping on the bunk, and then eventually jumps <laughs> off, and then does the fan of my sunrise. And Bobby Fish is like, "Yeah, let's go!" And then his knee just <laughs> turns into dust, and he falls over. This motherfucker is gonna have to get a peg leg. Bobby Fish, come on! Fucking, I hate it because like. Bobby Fish should be funny to have in the podcast. So I heard you actually called me an old man. You're damn right, motherfucker. <laughs> that motherfucker's gonna want money. I'm not. I'm not paying anybody for this. Hey Drew, you ever seen your dad get beat up? No. My dad? You know, I've never seen my dad get beat up. I saw your dad. I saw your dad. Not only did I see him get beat up, but they raped him. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Bobby Fish is a little suspicious too. He told Chuck Taylor to pop those shorts off. Let's get into those covers. Retiring <laughs> to something more comfortable. Didn't he say let's explore each other's bodies? He said let's explore each other's strengths. And then after just <laughs> randomly he said, My name is Jerk. <laughs> I gotta watch that later. I watched the Jack Evans one the other day. That was funny. <laughs> We're jumping. <laughs> I'm asking Marky Extreme if he's a girl. <laughs> <sighs> you guys, you guys don't want to miss us interviewing Marky Extreme. Yeah, probably coming out Wednesday. Probably going to be the greatest. What? However long we record with him for. Yeah. Moments of your life. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. He even agrees to it. I told him we're going to blow minds, and he was like, yeah, man. <laughs> well, he just kind of liked the message. <laughs> he just liked the message. 
Didn't seem into it. <laughs> Motherfucker's probably gonna be like, "Well, these guys are just gonna ask me how I got into wrestling." No, I didn't. No, we're gonna research. we're gonna scare this man. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get ourselves some of those gummies. <laughs> but uh, so Dexter Loomis beats Austin Theory. But my favorite part. Was after the show, Austin Theory put on his Instagram story a picture of him doing his little standing moonsault to Dexter Loomis. And the music he used was Three Days Grace, Animal I've Become. And I was like, this fucking mark. This fucking self aware motherfucker. This fucking mark. Like, this dude definitely played SVR 2007 as a child. <sighs> and he used, uh, I don't know, who'd he beat? He beat Leon Ruff, right? I think I said that. Whatever. Didn't matter. He lost. I, I didn't watch this. I didn't even watch uh, Dexter Loomis. No, I missed it. They fucking... Every... Last week and this week, Dexter Loomis was on when I switched over to Dynamite. Oh, and Cameron Grimes. Uh, Cameron Grimes! Now, Battle of the Boys for you, Nick. Yeah, Battle Cameron of My Grimes Boys. Are- Cameron Grounds versus Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis. So who else is what else was on this show? Oh yeah. Rich Holland. Um, we're not gonna get into his injury just yet. He had a promo earlier in the day. He said like what, last week I didn't have I forgot what the what car was. He was like, Last week I didn't have this, this week I do. You can thank Adam Cole for that. I was like, man, all right, who paid this guy? And then Adam Cole was about to cut a promo, and Kyle was like, guys, I'll let you guys down. And Roddy goes, performance of a lifetime. <laughs> Adam Cole cutting a big baby face promo, you know, saying he will get him, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, uh. Hey, wasn't Cole wearing shades during this, too? Yeah, he was wearing shades. He took them off, and it looked like he had a black eye. That was funny. I'm still getting used to Adam Cole as a babyface, I'll be honest. I'm I'm enjoying it. It's something new. I like it. So, I'm not going to complain. But, what else was on this show? See, I feel like I'm missing something. Hey, wait a second. (laughs) You know what they should have done? <laughs> this is probably so wrong, but when Rich Holland was getting carted off on this texture, they should have had Adam Cole be like, yeah, that's what you fucking get. Adam Cole, just look. <laughs> Karma. Adam uh, Cole, they're loading him into the ambulance. You see Adam Cole on top of the ambulance. Adam Cole! Cole (laughs) Fucking Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish. Yeah! Let's go! (laughs) Bobby Fish just looking in the camera shaking his head because it was probably them. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, Rich. Oh, yeah. Rich Holland. He wrestled Danny Birch. Poor Danny Birch. Can't get away from these squash matches, huh? Um. So then Oni Lorkin comes out mm-hmm. for, like, no reason. I know why he came out, but it was so weird. He hits a dive, and at first, I just thought, okay, Rich Holland just kind of botched it. He 
caught him and didn't fall. I'm going to be completely honest. I was on my phone the entire time. I was on my phone when the dive happened, and then I was still on my phone when uh, they replayed it. So I just I look I look up for like one second. I see Rich Holland being carted off on a stretcher. I'm like, what the fuck? And he actually had um a, a cast on. So I was like, yeah. all right, this this has got to be real. And then they showed it again, and I was like, oh, ew. It, for those who haven't seen it, it's pretty nasty. It, it's it's super serial. Yeah, super serial. Super serial. Oh, yeah. Uh, go back to Dynamite. The Bucks were on Dynamite just staring Ugh. at FTR. And I was Ugh. like, man, they're super serial. <laughs> Matt Jackson has, looks like he hasn't showered in, like, because he months. probably hasn't, and I'm Nick Jackson looks like he looks like he hasn't had hair in about ten years. Because he hasn't. But back to NXT, we had, we got the main event after this. Pretty solid main event, you know. It was a, it was a tag match, like a women's. You know, you know. Uh, I I like tag team wrestling. I'm not going to disrespect it, but you you know what I mean, right? Like it was just. Yeah. yeah, tag team wrestling yeah. when it has a story behind it and it actually has heat is best wrestling on the planet. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, oh, by the way, Io Shirai earlier in the show, uh, is Sarah Schreiber or Mackenzie Mitchell? I don't, I can't Mackenzie remember. Mackenzie Mitchell. Mackenzie Mitchell came up to Io Shirai and it's like, Io, why did uh, Ever Moon came and saved Rhea Ripley? Why didn't you? And Io said, which I, I love this, Rhea Ripley is not my problem. I'm not going to try and do an Io impression. Rhea Ripley is not my problem. Ember Moon is not my problem. And then she puts her hand on the title. This is my problem. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Exactly. Yes. 100%. That's what all champions should be like. Don't stick your nose where it doesn't belong. Because you are the champion. You are the number one target. You should not be fucking around with all this other business that you shouldn't be involving yourself in. Oh, we didn't talk about... Um, so Candice LeRae, Johnny Organo wearing matching... <laughs> jump, what, what are they called? I forgot. Jumps, not jumpsuits. Sweatsuits. Track suits, yeah. So they're sitting there with track suits, walking their dog. Cute dog, yeah. you know. Let's get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. And... You know, they're upset, Pot. you know. <laughs> the dog's name is Pot of Me. <laughs> Kills me every time. Who's the better dog? Quinn or uh, Pot of Me? Pot of Me. Because <laughs> Pot of Me is a human. Let's just get that. That it, it, dog is a human. Pot, you've, Pot seen, a human. you've seen the videos, right? Yeah. That dog is a human. If you've seen um Marina Shafir's story, their dog is seems really hyper, uh, so that's a good thing because you know they have a hyper three year old. So I think that was a good. I bet Marina doesn't like that. She loves the dog from what I've seen. There was one with Roderick Strong petting him, and he had like some neck pad on, and I was like, "This motherfucker's old." <laughs> I, I swear to God, I'm like, man. That motherfucker probably just slept wrong or something. <laughs> oh, babe, I slept wrong in my neck last night. <laughs> Where's the pad? 
<laughs> and put it around my neck. Where's my icy hot? <laughs> and Ronnie was on his phone with his tongue out, and he looked like Festus. <laughs> but uh, so Cancelry sees they got they have some TV that obviously they did not order apparently, uh-huh. and it has it has a note on it from Andy Hartwell. Uh-huh. Andy Hartwell. We talking about that goof? Yeah, Candace. Candace goes. It says it's from Indy Harwell. Jenna goes, Indy Harwell? I never liked her. Who'd that goof ever beat? And then and then he, she goes, it's a free TV. Thought you could use a new TV for a guest, for your guest room. And Jenna goes, oh, Indy, I always loved that girl. You know that? <laughs> Johnny Argano's a really good, like, I wouldn't say stupid heel, but he's, like, funny. He's... Cause, the, he's the best human on planet Earth. Because <laughs> Eosra was like cussing out Candice LeRae in Japanese. I don't know what I you're don't... saying, lady, but I don't like it. And she looked up for like two seconds and was still talking to Candice LeRae. And then with Tegan, I never understand a word you say. And people and wonder like, why he's my favorite wrestler of all time. Yeah. I... I... And then and then they were watching film, like they were fucking getting ready for a goddamn football game or something. They were watching Andy Hartwell <laughs> save Candice LeRae, <laughs> and it looked like this was like all right. So it looked like they were walking the dog and got the TV at like let's say eleven o'clock in the morning Florida time, which is our time, and they finally got it hooked up at like nine because it was dark. It was probably like it looked like it was about four, four in the afternoon when they got the TV. Oh, uh, must have must have just been like cloudy. But um, I think they just had the blinds down. Something I don't know. I don't know way, how was, I don't know how Florida weather works. Or uh, either way, not either weather. Way it was dark. I don't know how Florida's sunrises work. So it was dark, right? Yeah. And he's like, bright future. Bright future. Nigga, I'm going to get myself one of those tracksuits. Now, I'm going to get a UE tracksuit. You can get that Johnny tracksuit. Yeah, I want the Johnny one. I want I want the UE one. And I'll rock it like Kyle would. <laughs> Not as cool, though, but uh, NXT, solid, you know. Yeah, solid. But then we've got... Where this is, this is practically like heat of the moment emotions about the WWE draft. I guess. Cry me a river, Drew. All right, all right, all right. We haven't even gotten to that yet. SmackDown. WWE draft night one. Let's let's just let's just talk about the draft. I don't care what else happened on this episode. Well, um, I, there's a few things I care about. So the show opens up the first round of the draft with only one new pick, one new brand brand draft. So it was uh, McIntyre went to Raw. McIntyre to Raw. Roman to SmackDown. 
And then Seth. Or no, no Oscar went to Raw. Yeah, Oscar to Raw. To then Seth to SmackDown. And, and then. Uh, who went to Raw after that? The Hurt Business. Yeah, the Hurt Business. We in the Hurt Business. We? We in the Hurt Business. You? You in the catering business. And uh, so Seth Rollins was a big blockbuster because one of the few guys, apparently one of the five WWE superstars who did not move brands. Yeah. AJ should have been on that list as well, but you know. Crimey River Nick. But um, round two. Let's just get this out of the way. AJ Styles goes to Raw. I'll be honest with let's, you. Let's just let's uh let's get all the drafts out of the way, and then we'll talk about anything else on that was on. All right, all right. So round two, AJ to Raw, Sasha to SmackDown, Naomi to Raw, oddly early, Bianca to SmackDown, and then Nia and Shayna to Raw. You people should have heard Drew's reaction when AJ Styles got drafted to Raw and then heard him is whining for the rest of the night last night when we I were did, watching I did SmackDown. on an Instagram post, AJ going to Raw ruined my night. But Nick, I'm going down, you're going down with me. This motherfucker... Right when it happened, he went, Are you joking me? Motherfucker, he just went to SmackDown! And then our friend Dustin was like, Man, this motherfucker just hates Heyman. And I was like, Yeah, man. Fuck Paul Heyman. Yeah, but unlike Drew, I got over it in about two minutes. That's, that's traitorous, motherfucker. But yeah, it's only because Raw needs heels. We're probably going to get Drew and AJ for the title, which okay. I... I'm I I'm cool with. Better win the belt. <laughs> Make it worth it, damn it. But um anyways, round three, but wait, right? Wait, wait, and then uh another notable from this uh round, Bianca to SmackDown. I'm very, very happy about oh, this yeah, one. This was To me, this was uh one of my one of the ones I wanted the most. One of the drafts I wanted the most. Because uh, I was just thinking about her like earlier in the day yesterday before the draft. I'm like, man, it would be so fucking cool if Bianca could go over to SmackDown and then we could get Bianca versus Sasha for the title. They both went to SmackDown. Those are SmackDown's two picks. Yeah. And then uh, round three was Raw selecting Ricochet. And Smack- I'm like, okay. SmackDown selected Jey Uso, of course, which means they're getting Jimmy. Jimmy um, Uso. Uso. And then uh, who's where I'll get after that? Um, Mandy Rose? I think so. Then uh, SmackDown got... I feel like I should... Hold on, let me see if they're like... Was it Otis? No, Otis was um, in the same round as the New Day. All right, WWE Draft 2020 results. All right, here we go. All right, we're on round three. All right, we're professionals, folks. We are professionals. I'm feeling like a real stud over here. All right, yes, I get it. Yes, you're giving grades to the people who didn't move brands. Move out of my way. 
Oh, you know who went after um Manny Rose? The Mysterios. Oh, <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> when Seth went over to SmackDown, I'm like, I'm like, oh, man. Huh. It's finally over. This Mysterios storyline is finally over. But no. The Mysterios over to SmackDown. So, we're moving this feud over to SmackDown now. Wait, hold on, Nick. So Bleacher reports that AJ Styles is to jumping brands what Big Show is to turning babyface and heel. Hmm. Jeez, that's that's no, that's Miz. The Miz that, has, no, that is Miz. The Miz has switched brands every single draft, every single year, ever since 2016. All right, so after the Mysterios, I still don't get why Ricochet was picked so early. Okay. Was the Miz and Morrison go to Raw? So the streak continues, mm-hmm. as we said. My guess is the Miz move. Well, obviously, Miz is going to move to SmackDown. They'll probably be broken up by then next year. Mm-hmm. But then Nick, round four, people cried over this one. Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods got drafted to Raw. Woods was funny. Say his name. Say his name. Say his name. And SmackDown selects Biggie. Which I'm very happy about this. First of all, fuck New Day for winning the tag titles. Fuck them for that. Fucking so sick of seeing the New Day with the tag team titles. Any tag team title. I don't give a shit. I don't want to see them hold any titles. Like, ever again. I'm so sick of it. The, I said this last night. They're the most overpushed tag team in WWE history. Then, Nick. Dana Brooke to Raw. Okay. Uh, Otis to SmackDown. Angel Garza to Raw. But then, round five. Humberto Calillo to Raw. <laughs> Yeah, round five, which was a talking smack exclusive. Um, Murphy went to SmackDown, of course. Uh, who who else went to Raw? Fuck. Oh, Tucker went to Raw. <laughs> and uh, SmackDown's other pick was um. <laughs> Who was SmackDown's other pick? Uh, Kalisto. Kalisto. And then Raw's final pick was Gabagulek. <laughs> Poor Drew Gulek. And when, when Drew first got uh, drafted over to Raw, I'm like, oh, Drew's going over his first time him being officially on Raw. But then I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's not. Cruiserweights were on Raw for like two years. And he's been doing the 24 7 stuff. Well, I said uh, officially. Oh, yeah. yeah, true, true. Yeah. Um. So, Nick, what do you think? Who has, who has the better roster right now? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. It's not fair. Uh, to me, talent-wise, I could probably you could probably make a case for all solely because they have more talent, I guess. But I'm I'm gonna go SmackDown. SmackDown has big E's as singles now, so I'm just going to go SmackDown just off of that alone. 
Give me Big E versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania 37. Fuck The Rock. I don't care. Give me Big E and Roman at WrestleMania. Big E win the Universal title. What else on the show? Oh, yeah. They had a, they had a funny uh, false count. I don't even want Matt Sheamus. Yeah, Big E and Sheamus. <laughs> the funniest part. The funniest was Big E goes to powerbomb Sheamus through a windshield, but misses... And Seamus just goes sliding off the windshield and sliding off the hood onto the floor. Oh, and uh, also, Hell in a Cell. We will have, there were two Hell in a Cell matches confirmed off this show. Mm-hmm. First, Sasha Banks and Bailey. Very excited about that. That better, be, that better be the main event. I think that'll main event, but... The match that easily could main event, and I won't be mad. A Hell in a Cell, I quit match. I am. Between I'm Roman so Reigns and Jay like, That sounds so cool. Straight out of match creator from a wrestling game. It's gonna be good. And, and, by, uh, and by the way, that that whole segment was great with Roman. That was great. Yeah. Uh, overall, I think, dare I say it, Nick, SmackDown was actually pretty, pretty good. I guess. Hey, wait a second, and then Drew, your favorite part of SmackDown, your favorite, uh, your favorite well, star in the wrestling and film world, Lars Sullivan, better oh, known yeah. as no, 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 Mitch no, no. Bennett. No. No, no, no. No, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Tag. Well, first things first. Tag match. Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle beat Miz and Morrison. Yeah, they're probably going to be which, in the tag team now. Which I hope they stay on SmackDown. And uh, here comes Lars Sullivan. You hear, do, 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 do. And I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. You said, yes, sir. No, 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 no that was Dustin. He said, yo, it's a bitch. <laughs> I, no, I saw no, that no, ladies and gentlemen, no, Lars Sullivan came out, and I swear, I. S- <laughs> this isn't true. <laughs> this is. I know what he's gonna say. It's not true. Literally, what I Lars did was, Sullivan. Uh, Lars Sullivan came out, and Drew said to me, "I'm having a great time so far." <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. The very least I said positive, I said, man, I gotta go get my Lars speaking. <laughs> but uh yeah, this was this was That motherfucker looks weird. And he looks I like saw... Tyson Fury. And uh, and he and he about damn near dropped the miss. <laughs> I thought he was gonna I don't know if I should say this on the pod, but I thought he was gonna uh... <laughs> you want to say what I said last night? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I watched. I watched that back today just to hear his theme. I swear it was only for his theme, people. Uh, don't let Nick brainwash you. I saw that and I said, "Oh shit!" It does, it does look like he was gone. <laughs> uh. But uh, so. Yeah, I think the last three that haven't been drafted out of that match will probably stay on SmackDown, I guess. Unless they're going to do AJ Dirty and Jeff goes to Raw and he's like, God damn it, I want to fucking run with a cheater. <laughs> Fuck. Freak! God damn it! 
Dagnabbit. Frick, man. <laughs> Frick. I thought I was done with you. You won't leave me alone. Look, I'm trying to be the fucking WWE champion for the yeah, third time. Yeah, my business. Motherfucker, go, go fucking bother Sami Zayn. That neck-bearded freak. Oh, yeah. Take a drink every time. Uh, I saw this comment. Take a drink every time Michael Cole says the freak during a Lars Sullivan attack. <laughs> you know, and you said, oh, he's a freak, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> but, Nick, uh, that wraps up wrestling for this week. Yes, but now on to wrestling figures oh, man. this week. Let's go! All right, Nick, you want? All right, what do we start with? Let's start off with the WWE Mattel offerings this week. Okay. Well, first, ladies and gentlemen, I've talked about Elite 82, and I'm looking now for my sake. Keith Lee is now mid-December. Both versions of him. Which is a which is a yikes. Nick, are you, you know are, what? are you nervous uh, about that? No, because Elite no. Elite forty uh not forty seven Elite seventy four was mid December and I got my right. fin. Yeah, in you time got your fin. Christmas. I think uh, I'm not good. Uh, I I I did ask for Keith Lee and Balor, so you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Plus, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if I mentioned this, there is a Halloween sale going on on Ringside where you can save 10% on your order. It looks like. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, the Fiend's on can, here for 30 bucks. You can save 10% off your order anytime on Ringside. Yeah. Of course, with numerous codes. Use discount code MDT. As doesn't doesn't major wrestling figure podcast have one too. I don't know, but I use I use my name toys as code because I like it. My name toys. Shout out to my name toys. Uh, let's look at what's on here, Nick. I'm, I'll tell you what's on here. Uh, By the way, I don't think MTT is the code, so it, it's probably on his Instagram. Um, the fiend is on here. Thirty dollars. Which one? It's just his elite seventy seven. Oh, this, is wait, which is this the same price? Is the top picks in the eight seventy seven the same price? Uh, hold on, let me look at this hardcore title to see it. Damn, dude, it really is a just fucking what? basic looking belt. Oh yeah, I saw that Visser at Walmart the other day. That title, no, that title is actually really nice looking. You know, it's a basic. Yeah, it is the same price. But, uh, oh, by the way, uh, so you say you didn't want to get those new New Day figures because uh, the belts were basic. But yeah. I saw that Kofi yesterday at Target. It's not a basic belt, but it's not as shiny as the other SmackDown tag titles that they released before. But they're not basic belts. But so they still got some shine to them. They're more realistic looking. They look way better, actually. Okay. Oh, there's this Hardy Boys Battle Pack 59. Still $15. 
<laughs> wait, what? That's fifth day. Wait, that Hardy Boys pack? Yeah. That shit was like every fucking sale they do. That shit goes down to like 10. Do they have a hard time selling it? I would assume so. They're pretty shitty basics. Then you've got Liv Morgan. Who the fuck wants Matt play with that weird at? No, wait, is that no? Wait, is that the the Rainbow Jeff? Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's actually pretty nice battle pack. Then I thought you were talking about. I thought it was the the other one, the other Hardy Boys battle pack that they came out with this with uh, this year. Uh oh. Matt's got the weird ass facial hair. Then we've got uh, Liv Morgan, Bray Wyatt, the basic, the Ghostbusters figures. Wait, I saw that. I saw that Liv at Walmart mm-hmm. the other day. Really nice basic. Is the is I need to check if the Elite sixty seven race still on here? Yes, it is. Wonderful. But uh, Nick, let's talk about uh. Um, where are they at? Where are the new ones stopped? Uh, Survivor Series leads. What do you think of? Huh? What do you think of the Survivor Series leads? Well, they're nice. And we talking about the Survivor Series leads? Well, now they're in stock, so I guess we can talk about them again. Well, uh, yeah, Kane's nice, but he's just missing a lot of detail, which really, really ruins the figure. Morrison's damn near perfect. It's just the uh, arms are too big. Other than that, it's perfect. And Drew's just a repaint with a shirt. And then Joe's just a repaint with a shirt. Overall, I think the only must-get here is the Morrison. Mm-hmm. So, I'd go cop that. Kane's a must-get if you have the talent and tools to fix him up. Yeah, true. Which I do not, so I will not be getting that figure. I might still get it, but I don't know. What'd you say to me? I might still get it, but I don't know. Um... What else was in? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the reveals. Mm -hmm. So the reveals, um, they revealed the new Legend set, Legend Series 9, which consists of Nikolai Volkov, Taker, uh, I don't know the other ones. Shit. Volkov, Taker, Ted DiBiase. Yeah. And then... Uh, oh, God. Who's the last person? Uh, you don't really connect? Is it Bulldog? Oh, yeah, Bulldog. Take, uh, Taker looks fire. I love it. Yeah, that. Taker looks fire. It's like a redid version of the Elite 23 slash Lost Legends figure. It's it's really nice. I saw someone 
commented on someone's post. Why does he have the Bret Hart hair? The Bret Hart hair. It works, even though, Taker. Yeah, it's it's accurate. If you look at any picture from Taker from like that era, he had the hair in the face like that. And it's and like a like a '94 Taker. Yeah, I think they showed Decade of Domination too at that uh, on that hey, video wait, as well. And by the way, I like what they were going for, but Mattel just cannot execute hair in the face well. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't like that Bret Hart figure that they did. What they yeah they never they have never done it right with Bret. The taker, the execution is not perfect. Uh, the brood, Matt Hardy, is not good. The execution is not well on that one. They they seriously need to work on that. And uh, I I think have we? Do you think we've been too hard on the decade of domination, Kane? Or do you think it's just not that good of a figure? Oh no, it deserves to be shitted on. I think it looks okay. No, it deserves to be shitted on because it. Okay, I'll say this. You know, okay, I will wait to shit on it. But okay. if that fucking mask does not fit on the face that's got the uh, the makeup and it's got the makeup on it, if the mat if the removable mask does not fit on that head, then I'm gonna shit on it. Okay. But until sure. then, sure. I will wait. I will wait to shit on it. Uh, yeah. Overall, the decade animation figures don't don't look very good. Uh, don't have fucking barely enough effort put into them. That Kofi, that Kofi, is early contender for worst figure of the year. For, if it comes out, or are those wait are those coming out twenty twenty one? Are they coming out this year? I think they're coming out this year. Okay, if it comes out this year, then it might be worst figure of the year for this year. And then there's a they revealed an elite eighty four. Murphy Disciple attire. Which uh, I'm excited for personally. Uh I, I'm I'm probably gonna get it just to go with Messiah Seth that's obviously gonna come out soon. I don't like Murphy's new attire with the tights. I I, I prefer the shorts a lot more. Yeah. So if this was, if this wasn't to go with Seth, like if Murphy wasn't with Seth and he was getting the new elite like this, and it was just with him and Tice, I wouldn't get it. Well, something you said was the arms look too big. Do you mean that they still look too big, or do you think they're different arms? No, they're exact. They're the same arms. Okay, because I because I was I was talking to Dustin and I was like, I think the arms look the same, but I think I just misunderstood you. No, they're the same arms. They're they're the same, still way too big arms. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and when I said that, you countered with, "Well, Murphy's gotten bigger," and yeah, he has, but like his arms are still not that yeah. big, but his torso yeah. has gotten even bigger than it was before. Like, he's got a really fucking buff torso, and they should give him a bigger torso, not bigger arms.
Either way, I'll probably still get the figure. Is that really all they showed? Uh, I think so. It was like a 20-minute video, so. They might have showed more. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, then AEW revealed so far two figures. Yeah, they showed uh, prototypes for the Dustin Rhodes and MJF Unrivaled Series 2 figures. I think Dustin looks kind of cool. Dustin looks alright. MJF looks... I'll, I'll say this. I'll probably still get MJF. I think it, I think his head scan's a downgrade, but I think I'll give it a chance. You know? My custom MJF that I got from my boy, Hash Customs, shout out to him. Uh, it looks way better than the official unrivaled figure, so I have no need to get this figure. Though I do like the pink attire more than the purple attire on mine, but I like the purple more than the red. So, Yeah. I think that's actually all the wrestling figures that have been talked about this week. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else on those uh, professional notes there? Don't think so. Was Marky Extreme on there? No, not. Either way, ladies and gentlemen, the next time you hear from us, we will be talking to Marky Extreme. As yes, you know, we've sir. talked about it 99 times. Yes. And uh, next week on the regular, normal Sunday edition of the pod, we are not going to have as much to talk about because there's no wrestling this weekend. Oh, but then we're going to be recording, especially on Friday, the weekend of Bound for Glory and Helena. So where you will hear us predict both shows. Mm-hmm. And then... uh Right now, and then obviously the week after, we're gonna review. We're gonna review both shows, mm-hmm. and uh, for guests coming up right now, Marky Extreme is the only one set in stone. Uh-huh. I will. Uh, I do have some guys I want to bring on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking. I told. I uh, talked to Drew about this. Yeah. I was talking with Darian, who we had on a couple weeks ago, and I pitched an idea to him me and darren have a tna playlist that we have on youtube with a bunch of uh weird slash bad tna matches that tna that are on youtube uh there's a bunch of matches a couple like full shows on there it's called a a bad decision if you want to go check the playlist out uh, and I suggested that we watch probably a full show from the playlist with Darren do a watch along. I think that'd be a really fun do. episode to do. I think you also pitched doing a mock draft, which would probably be somewhere down the line. Yes, a mock mock draft. Me and you do a draft. Yeah. See if we can do it better than WWE. Probably. Drew's first gonna, pick. It's gonna be Mitch Bennett. No, 
But um, yeah, I think that's all we've got for this for this uh, regular episode of Miscellaneous Discussions. Yes, catch us probably Wednesday. Probably Wednesday, talking to Marky Extreme plus. Mark. I don't extreme. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but it's looking like it'll be a Skype call. You get to see Drew's face. Yeah, I'm putting on the Sinclair mask. You're not seeing my face. <laughs> He's going to put on his rosy mask. That's not happening. The Sinclair mask. <laughs> You're going to see the Sinclair mask. That's it. If I take my mask off, it's because I love Mark. If Mark, gonna... says, Mark says, come on, man, take your face off. <laughs> take your mask off. I'll take it off and be like, see, I've been Sinclair. Mark's going to go, so I see you wrestled a Sinkara. <laughs> yep, had that chance. Nick, I'm going to ask him if he's been hitting the super kick. <laughs> uh, Man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have fun with this, with Marky Extreme. On the interview, don't, 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 no, no. On the interview. But uh, yeah, I think that's all we've got for this this episode. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed. And no, we don't have an outro, but we're gonna try and make it less awkward by the week. Um, yeah, we're we're trying to think of one. We tried <laughs> right after the pod last week. I messaged like right after we yeah it was stopped right recording. After. I messaged him. We need to think of an outro. <laughs> yeah. Sam pitched stay miscellaneous. I didn't. I didn't like that. I didn't, I didn't care for that one. Um, if anyone's got some outro suggestions, let us know. Please. I beg you, man. I beg you. I beg you, man. I beg you, Dave. Please, man. Oh, yeah. Nick, I gotta ask Marky Extreme if he's gonna have that Kojima, Lariat, Lariat, Lariat. My friend, Miller Low.